2021 Draft Preview Edition. Live from the nosebleeds. You already know. You know, we got to finish off the East and the West and everything. Get it out to y'all before the draft drops and all that. What you sipping on, King? What you sipping on? You know, I got a little bit of everything over here. You know? What you, what you got over there? What you got over there? What you talking about? Man, I, that, I got, that Orlaska you smoking that Orlaski pack? We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Um, that Sheldon pack. <laughs> returning like always. You know, I, I, I say I say he gonna come with the energy. He just prepping himself because he's got to deal with pain tonight. I'm so ready to actually see you this weekend, homie. Jack, what's goody? What up, man? I love the beer crack. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, talking about my team a little bit. Gonna need it. Oh yeah. Yo, you, you got you got you got any words? You got anything before we get on to um the other person on this episode with us? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just the cat woke up recently, so I'm sure he's gonna try to fuck with me. That'll be make things even more interesting. Ready to go. Hey man, I told you, understandable. Coco just got groomed or whatever, so he brand new for real. And on the other end, also here to talk about pain. The world will know pain. One, Hunter D. Marketo. And the D stands for dangerous. You're not qualified to speak on that. What you got for us, bro? I'm about to make a three for three. There we go. Uh-oh, it's, hey. the, it's, it's one of them pods. Hey, before we get started, before we get started, I'm going to start off by risking my life, y'all. I'm going to start off by risking my life for you guys, for the art right now. I'm fighting for my fucking life, man. Mookie, <laughs> tell them why you're here to give me $20 this weekend. Man, no, okay, now, nah, bump this joint or whatever. See, I only, I ain't even got into baseball. This is maybe why I got out of baseball or whatever. Keto comes and was like, yo, man's about to hit a home run right here at this at bat. And I said, Chad, that's count. He said, nah, put money on it. I said, bet. He said, bet. I said, bet. He said, 20. I said, all right, bet. Let's do this shit. Handshake, right? <laughs> Next thing I know, dude just fucking goes yard. And like I'm like, Vlad- you gotta be fucking kidding me. I, I was like, no, 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 this is some bullshit. This is a pre-recorded game. He already knows this happened. Nah. He, he trying to con me. And this is when one Austin said one of the dumbest things I've heard or whatever, like, well, how would he know if he hit the home run or whatever if it was pre-recorded? I was like, Austin, think about what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> they be like me watching, they be like me watching Super Bowl be like, oh, you know, actually Pat Mahomes is going to be running around the entire game. I got to tell y'all. It, it, it was probably the luckiest moment of my life. I could not try that again if I if I attempted. Fucking me, Ruth, out here calling the shots. You, Bro, know, you don't get that same energy on color, color. It's all I'm saying. Well, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa! I slaughter on color, color. I messed up once though, and I lost it all. <laughs> yeah, we ain't gotta speak about that. Um, I'm gonna do that all night after the spa. What's up? <laughs> Remember, like always, ladies and gentlemen, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the description and the bios below. Crazy week this week, man. But, hey, we still giving y'all all the action and the pods that you love. If you have not already, make sure to check out um, Ox Me Later is back. Shout out to homie Whitney. We did a five-year anniversary of Beyonce's Lemonade. 
yo, I had the whiskey over here. She had a whole ass, like, literal box of wine or whatever. And we just talked to Beyonce for about a good two hours. So, you know, if you're into that. And also, Don't Bite Your Tongue interviews. Shout out to homie Phil, the Blurred Explorer. We went and did an interview, like, talking about his book actually coming out this weekend. Um, the Black Traveler's Guide to Daegu, South Korea. Daegu. Okay, there we go. Appreciate it, Kato. Hey, you know. It's the, it's the follow-up on everything. Korean. You know it's I got to put on for my Koreans. Hey, hey look, they, they, they fuck with us out there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so. no, no, they South Koreans. I'm, talk, I'm also talking about my people out in Pyongyang. I see you. We got four listens out in Pyongyang. Hey, you already know. A man of culture. So make sure to check that out, man. We had a dope little pod and everything. Just talked about his book. Talked about being, you know, black over in South Korea and just overseas. And, you know, threw in some anime talks, Pokemon, video games. You know, just it was, it was really dope, man. Like, really talented brother whatever. Also out of South Carolina, man. You know, we really – I normally be dissing to other Carolina, but, you know, this time I was nice. No, deadass. Can you imagine if we were the official pod of the North Korean regime? <laughs> I said so. You know what? We're not doing this. Um, we're, we're not doing this today. Um, <laughs> Bro. <laughs> also, um, not by the time you guys hear this, but sometime over the weekend, make sure you are prepared to be ready for that May Showers 21 playlist. You already know. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm going to be building that up sometime Thursday night or whatever. So be prepared for all that. But with that being said, y'all came to listen to football talk. We're going to talk football. We're going to finish it up. 16 teams. Because who out here grinding like your boys? I mean, come on. Really? What's your face do with it? I think it's like 280 something. Mm. Only? Only? Only. Could never oh. be us, bro. That's weak numbers when you're talking to the official podcast of the regime. Okay. DPRK. Okay. Shout out, um, fearless leader. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, boys, where do wh- what division do we want to start off first? I don't want to do y'all first. I don't. We we need to save that pain. You, yeah, we gotta save that for last. You gotta name. Regardless, you gotta name this episode missile test now. You know. Um. I I, I don't want to be under government and, and like you know investigation. So. It's okay. We'll find. We'll 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 we'll, we'll figure out how to get Korean characters. On your uh, on your keyboard, and we'll we'll get that popping. But man, let's start let's start with the AFC East, and then we'll go AFC West, and then NFC West, and then NFC East. I like it. I like it. Um, AFC East. Let's start it off. Where's my notes? Here they are. <sighs> you guys are ready? No. First, we're going to be dis- <laughs> well. Well, honestly, this team wasn't ready too. Is that for like you know random ass games? Let's start off with the J E T S Jets 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 Jets, who finished two and fourteen, zero and six in the division. Yikes! Can't even tank, right? <laughs> they really couldn't. Um, their picks are number two in the first round, number twenty-three in the first round, number thirty-four in the second round, number sixty-six in the third round, and number eighty-six in the third round. There you know, it's funny that. It's funny that Jack mentions they can't tank right because if you remember, they'd actually have one more win if Greg Williams didn't go, like go cover zero on a Phil Mary. 
I just remember that. Oh god! Oh, I forgot about that Raiders game. Was that not worried? It's gonna be Cardinals. No, it was it was Raiders. It was Raiders. Mm-hmm. Why am I thinking of the Cardinals then? Because it was. It was the Raiders. Cause I think that was Waller caught that ball. No, 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 it no. Was, it wasn't Waller. It was our it oh. was Keto's guy. Oh, Aguilar. Yes, it sir. Aguilar. No, it was not. It was Aguilar. No, it was it was some. Who was the rookie they drafted last year? I can't remember. Oh, Rugs. Yes. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Rugs. He just burnt the dude. Yeah, well, it also yeah, doesn't help when top, you have no yeah. safety help. <laughs> well, also. So, yeah, the Jets, their needs, I mean, besides everything, of course. <laughs> their needs are Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening no more. Uh, quarterback, wide receiver, edge rusher. Like we said, I mean, who does need an edge rusher? Um, who wants to go first? You know, Jersey, the Meadowlands. Jack stomping ground. I'm I'm not I'm not sure if I'm not sure if there's enough I can say about this. I, I mean, I just I I. I mean, fuck. Do you want to go ahead and start off with Zach Wilson? Is that it? I mean, we want to start here. Um, yeah, I I definitely think he's, you know, personally now that that we're two days away from the draft, I I will I will tell you in complete confidence. I think my my I guess quote upset pick. I think Trey Lance goes fourth, like one hundred percent. If he's fourth, who you got third? Kyle uh, Pitts. Well, because oh, the first three is Jags. Yeah. New York. You you mean for quarterbacks overall? You think Lance would go fourth? Well, who who's fourth in the draft? Where do the Falcons fall? They're they're fourth. Oh, they're, they're, they're fourth. They're fourth. They're fourth. Yeah. I think he goes to Atlanta, 100%. Atlanta's just stupid enough. Trey Lance goes goes fourth, 100%. But uh, obviously, I think we can we can all agree that Zach Wilson's definitely going to be the guy um, at the number two spot. And then Jets fans are going to spend the next season or two convincing themselves that he's actually better than Trevor Lawrence. It's it's like when all those kids showed up to school with iPod, with iPods and you try to convince them that a Zoom was better. Um. Well, okay. I'm gonna need you to chill out because I had a blue Zoom. I mean, and I knew iPod was. <laughs> oh, of course you did. I didn't buy it. Got that Windows life. But but nah, like I, you know, I I just I just feel like uh, I just don't think Zach Wilson's gonna be a good quarterback in the league. I could be wrong, but I'm not I'm not usually wrong with my gut. I I don't. <laughs> Not when it comes to football. I got, I got, I got that because I said Stephon Gilmore really wasn't all that great. He just had an easy schedule, and he was like, oh my God. <laughs> "You won't let that fun. go. You will I not won't. let that one go." I won't. I will. I will never. But I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, the first two picks are locked in, and then after that, I think your next pick has to be an offensive lineman, um, or else Zach Wilson's pretty face is going to be broken. Over and over and over and over again. Well, um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Come on. That's just that's just how I feel about about New Jersey. Um, Jack, do you have anything on that before I ask about the next thing with the Jets? I guess you know. Let me thoughts on Wilson. I mean, there has to be a reason that he's he. The Jets aren't the only team that are thinking that he's one of the better prospects after doing all the evaluations and everything. So. 
there has to be something to be said for the fact that other people would definitely try to get him if he were to slide. And there's a lot of teams behind that are also looking for a quarterback. So, I mean, the Jets taking him, it's been the news of probably, I don't know, three weeks now. It seems like that's going to be the case and nothing's really changed. So not surprising there. I do agree with Keto though. Um, Probably that later first round pick go for the offensive line. I know they took Mekhi Becton last year, but um, if I can speak for a team that uh, drafted a (laughs) lineman in the first round, one lineman doesn't exactly solve all your issues. Plus they lost uh, one of their guards in the off season. What's his name? Pat Elflin. And I think he's one of the better ones. So sure that up. I don't know. The thing that kills me more than anything though, is like they brought in Corey Davis. They brought in Trevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, excuse me, like a couple offensive pieces to try to solidify to help out the quarterback in their draft. But fuck, like at the end of the day, it, it comes back to coaching. What the fuck is Adam Gates going to do with him that he didn't he couldn't do with Darnold? <laughs> I mean, you got a pointer. So I don't know. I, I agree with the consensus there with uh, everyone talking about Zach Wilson. But uh, later in the first round, get another guard or another tackle or something. The defense isn't terrible. It needs help too, but the Jets, you know, you don't go two and fourteen and not need help. So it's going to require a little bit more effort than just getting who could be a quarterback for the next couple of years for them. Nah, that's facts. Um, I like the fact that y'all talked about you know next pick after should be offensive lineman. Um, we definitely think homie from USC isn't going to be there by that point. Elijah Vera Tucker. I mean, probably not. It's one of the names I got written down, but yeah, like I said, I, I don't think he's going to go that low. Not by 23rd. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, he looks like he's probably like the third tackle overall. So I, I don't think, I don't know. This seems like it's going to be one of the heaviest offensive overall drafts. So for him to be at 23, I mean, might be a little I'm, bit of a stretch. I mean, Justin Jefferson went 23rd. Don't ask me why that's permanently burned into my mind. And the Eagles picked. No, oh, we're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> but oh, oh, and Tyrese Maxey dropped the twenty-first. <laughs> well, Maxey dropping was a lot different, though. <laughs> Babe, please, I'm so fucking horny. Damn, how did he fall at twenty-one? Shit, I told you, it, it makes no sense because I saw him in that. Oh, see, I'm not even gonna do this story again. I'm not gonna do it again. He just, I told you, I was like, yo, that's a good pickup for y'all. I was hype, bro. Because <laughs> like, I, I watched him draw like 35, 40, like his first, one of his first five games or whatever. And I was like, okay. And he kind of was just chill after that, though. But still, it's in there. Um, I guess anything else with the Jets, you know, a couple other names I got. They're probably not going to take fields. This is like an earlier, you know, joint or whatever. I read it down from uh, Najee Harris. At least Vera Tucker's probably going to be gone. Um, Greg Newsom, cornerback out of Northwestern. But I'm also with y'all or whatever. I think, yeah, they should probably take a lineman. I mean, that Tevin Jenkins, we talked about him from Oklahoma State. He right pro- probably be available around then. And then, I mean, again, another early pick in the second round, another early pick in the third round. They have a, a good chance to pick up a couple pieces that could really help. It's just... You know, what's they have to be smart enough to do it, I think, is is definitely another thing that we're not thinking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Joe Douglas has I mean, a sound strategy levels. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you said I mean, there's, a, there's a part of you as a Giants fan, Jack, um, always root against this team. 
No, I mean, what is there to root against? Like, they they had some success for a while there with the Sanchez and the Rex Ryan regime where they're making AFC Championship games, but what have they done that's been all that impressive the past, I don't know, my lifetime? It's, uh, them black jerseys are kind of cold. I'll give them that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to wear black or whatever it seems like, but nah, them black jerseys are actually pretty cold. Ain't go Got that Gotham energy. And you Fast. know, like, that's, and honestly, when you think about it, that's across all sports. For some reason, black jerseys, unless, like, it's stupid because, I mean, in the NFL, it's cool, but when you have, when when you're a sport that plays in the summer, it's stupid as shit. <laughs> so, yeah, outdoors especially, and, yeah. And nothing warms my heart more than when I'm watching like the Phillies play the Mets and the Mets are in them uh, the 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 black and oranges, and I see I mean, them all dying, bro. The the Jets the Jets that's that's the thing. As long as black's your primary color, you've got it. Like the Raiders got silver, yeah, Jets got green. Um, the, even the Falcons got that black and red. I love it. I love it. You can hate the Falcons all you want, but like them jerseys. I mean, no, even with like Carolina or whatever, because I mean, I'll never forget when um that one year Detroit tried to come with black jerseys, and I was like, okay, they're trying to be the Panthers so bad right now. Yeah, that was a little uh, <laughs> a little too close there, but yeah, they look like knock. Like, they look like knock um knock off us. A great value Panthers. I ain't like it, but me and the Panthers are the same age. Don't do that. Hey, it don't matter. <laughs> Shout out to my grandma, whatever, for buying me Panthers gear, whatever. She made a fan that day. Didn't even know it. Um, we got anything else with the Jets? I mean, it's not much. I mean, we got a lot of teams to cover. We ain't got to waste time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And should be an offensive lineman after the fact. Wait, can I do it? Can I do it? First one? First one? Skip, 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 skip. You know what, skip? You stupid. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have... The Patriots of New England, mm. who finished seven and nine, uh, three and three in the division, picks they have fifteenth in the first round, forty six in the second round, and ninety six in the third. Their needs are this first one was shady as fuck: quarterback, edge rusher, and wide receiver. Um, their needs are yes. Do we just want to talk about quarterback first? I mean, you know, I I know their quarterback. I am very familiar with him. I'm not I'm not giving up on Cam yet. I'm not giving up on him. I just I just say he made us look a little he, well not us he made a couple of us look a little crazy because I was like yo I got gassed up he came out he was like bumping the Kurt Franklin or whatever you know he had his shirt off. Bro, me and you were on it like we were like oh it's over it's over for the league nobody can say nothing. And then he came out and was like. Eh. I will say. Well, he called COVID and then decide and then it just looked like he was like throwing it like groundhogs. You ever play whack a mole? Oh, is that we going with? I mean, I will say the, the the same guy that gave Cam COVID is the same guy who punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung. But I will say <laughs> that sounded about right, actually. There has been extensive talks about the Patriots moving up and trading with the Panthers to the eighth spot in an effort to get Trey Lance. Apparently, they really like Trey Lance. Interesting. Because that's why I said I wanted to say the quarterback position first. So, mm-hmm. Because I, I had heard some people say, like, yo, do you let Mac Jones rock and just do camp for another year, and then you rocking with – I mean, I mean, who wants to jump on that first or whatever? I mean, that's what they did with Patrick Mahomes. 
Do you remember how crazy we all thought Andy Reid was for trading away Alex Smith for a second-year quarterback who saw no playing time? Oh, no, that's facts, and especially out of Texas Tech, or as you call it, you know, the no defense of the of college football. Yep. You know, <laughs> but he saw something we didn't see. And he was I mean, I, I think it makes sense for them to take a quarterback, even if they do believe in Cam. Um, I mean, pre-Cam last offseason, all the news stories coming about Stidham – the amount of time that he played and the quality of play he had, they clearly don't believe in Stidham. So I remember when they, they tried to say it was going to be a quarterback battle for like a week. Right. Between who? <laughs> well, that's they what, attempted that, to say like, that, that, uh, Jared what, Stidham that, and Cam Newton. It is, it is Jared, right? Yeah. Jared. That's like, that's like but, the, oh, okay. That's like the Eagles head coach being like, yeah, I don't know which one of y'all I'm going to pick, so do rock, paper, scissors. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. I'm ready. But yeah, I mean, I've heard, or I've heard, I'm not a fucking insider. <laughs> no, talk your shit, Jack. Horses are telling me. <laughs> I mean, the Panthers at seven, the line, or the Panthers at eight, the Lions at seven, especially, yeah. you know, potentially trade up there. Like, with how aggressive the Patriots have already been in the offseason, it seems like it could be a year where they make a big move. But in the same Patriots fashion, if you think they're going to do something like that, they'll probably do the opposite in the same and way. No one thought back. they were going to come out. <laughs> Yeah, they just move back like they always do, accumulate right. more capital. But yeah, I don't know. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, if they trade up, it seems like it would be – I mean, Justin Fields especially, just if you have Cam, why not have the guy that everyone's copying to Cam? If you're trying to run an offense that's similar to that, especially with these two – likely two tight end heavy sets they're going to be running with these pass catchers, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, they got in the offseason. It right. seems like they're vamping their offense that way, if, especially if they believe in Cam. I think it makes sense, and I also think if we actually think we know what the Patriots are going to do, we probably have no idea. Yeah, and and that's why it's like, you know, fucking Bill Belichick will be like, okay, listen, I will offer you the rest of Julian Edelman's retirement contract (laughs) and the ghost of Aaron Hernandez for Trevor Lawrence. Chill out. And you know Jacksonville would take it, not because Jacksonville's stupid, but because everyone's afraid of Bill Belichick for some fucking reason. They always rob everyone in trades. It's crazy. No, Keto did that because he still wants to talk about how um he tra- he came out and said Belichick was a fraud or whatever. It was Brady the whole time. I mean, it's one year. I don't want to say it after one. Year. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I say I said it mostly jokingly. I don't want to say it after one year, but at the same time. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting with them, man. I mean, if they're gonna move up or whatever, and quarterback's gonna be the thing, it's like, is it gonna be Lance? Is it gonna be Jones? Is it gonna be Fields? I'm kind of with Jack or whatever. With like, I think Fields should be the guy, but I mean, we'll see. Just based on how they built their roster, I feel like it makes sense. Probably like the real Patriots thing is everyone's talking about us either moving up or moving back, like we always do. So they'll probably just sit right there. And take J.C. Horns. They need a corner anyway. Like well, the most yeah. unexciting thing, but thing that makes the most logical sense. <laughs> Why did well, I move up just to get to Horn? <laughs> well, no, just just stay at fifteen. But yeah, right. Well, I don't know. If if my plan, if my plan, if my idea, my theory go is is true, then what we could be looking at, if if Trey Lance, just for some reason, if they end up, if the Patriots end up trading with the Panthers and Trey Lance ends up going fourth to the Falcons. I think the Patriots would be smart taking someone like Jalen Waddle or another another receiver. Um, 
and I don't mean like a Julian Edelman receiver. I mean like a receiver receiver. Right. Uh, from, what we've seen, from what we've seen, uh, Julian Edelman's not a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry, he's not. Um, I, I, we won't go. We won't go have that discussion on this podcast. But you know, I heard a whole couple people did. Oh yeah, a couple people had that discussion, and I'm here to tell you, Jeremy fucking Macklin has better stats than Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman is not a Hall of Famer. Whoa, whoa! I just want to say, I mean, I know that's your guy because of Philly, but I'm like Jeremy Macklin was a decent player. Yeah, but he's slander. He, also, not been inducted into the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he probably probably won't be, but I mean, shit, he was a he was a good nice he was a dude. You know, he was solid. He was very hmm. solid. You know, uh, anyway, digressing. You know, I I definitely because I think the the Eagles could use someone like Jalen Waddle. I definitely think who's behind the Panthers. Uh, the Broncos, you're probably going to try to go for a quarterback move yeah. to uh, the Cowboys, um, then the Giants, then the Cowboys yeah. try to go for secondary again. Um, and probably. then I, I don't think the Broncos go quarterback. I think I think they're going to try to rock with Drew for one more year. I mean, he literally after that Jeezy video came out, he literally added a year onto his contract. Like, I'm not <laughs> like you. But like I said, if if they end up do trading with the Panthers and Trey Lance does end up going to Miami, I I absolutely do think that we'll see the Patriots go. Just cause, I mean, honestly, from what we've seen, Nikhil Harry isn't panning out. No, which sucks because he's actually a pretty cool dude. But like, it's just it's not it's not working out with him. It's just and not. Since they the- added Aguilar to the roster, he's not even listed as a starter right now. Damn. Who? Nikhil. N- N- Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> no, he hears. <laughs> he a rookie? I don't think I've ever heard of him, bro. <laughs> well, well, your your theory about cold weather will come back into um effect. It will, it will, and um, we'll see what the uh, Jared Dudley free ring ride will do for him. I mean, I I think it it's all kind of. I think the pick more than anything will dictate kind of how they want to design their offense going forwards. I yeah. could see if they're sitting in a position <coughs> like that, taking a pass catcher, someone like Waddle per se would really dictate what they're trying to do maybe with their passing game. Cause it, I mean, they made a lot of volume going for Johnny Smith and Hunter Henley, Hunter Henry two really <laughs> prolific pass catching tight at times. So yeah, I mean, if they, I think it'll dictate it. What we expect from them will kind of play out by who they pick, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. That's fair. That's fair. Right. Um, any final takes on the Patriots? Fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, Fuck them, kid. Up next, the Miami Dolphins. Mm. Last year, they finished 10-6, and 3-3 three and three in, the, in the division. Uh, they have the sixth round, sixth round, the sixth pick in the first round, 18th pick in the first round. 36th in the second, 50th in the second, and 81st in the third round. Their needs are offensive tackle, wide receiver, and edge rusher. Um, did they move up to get um Swell or no? no? I think I I think they're getting Kyle Pitts. That'd be a great pickup because they went up to Thicky and Kyle Pitts. Yeah, absolutely. Because they went up, you got to remember they moved up to three, or they they traded back from three to twelve, yeah. and then up to six. So I so well, I think judging by the eight inch scar on Joe Burrow's leg from surgery, I think they're going to end up getting so well. I think I think the Dolphins one hundred percent get Kyle Pitts. 
I'd like to see him cause like stir up some shit and see them get like Mac Jones or some shit, and then they get so boggled and and um confused by everything they don't even make the playoffs. But I do think they end up getting Kyle Pitts. I mean, I said earlier I thought Pitts would get taken by the Falcons. So if he's there, that's one thing. I don't <laughs> really see that being the case. Hey, it's just what I think. Um, but yeah, by making the moves they made in the first round, they definitely put themselves right there to be competitive for one of these top players in general. Um, I mean, if you're going to be there, if you, if they're looking at someone like Pitts, even if Pitts isn't available, there's plenty of really good pass catchers at the top of the draft there that would help cement the tools for Tua. I don't see them taking a quarterback. I think they ride with Tua for a little bit longer, especially letting Fitzpatrick walk in free agency. Yeah. Yeah, I say Jamar Chase will be there. Um, I actually have a Chris Sims mock draft that he just did like earlier today. I thought you were about to say Jersey. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I just forgot I screenshot this earlier, or whatever. But he has someone that we're going to talk about later on when we get to a certain team um, that Miami's going to take at number six, uh, Heisman winner Devontae Smith. And look, and I'll be 100% true and dead honest with you. I am absolutely sick of the, oh, well, he doesn't have the size and yada, yada, yada. I'm, right, like, I'm so get out of here with that shit, dog. They said the same shit about AI, if you remember. They said I mean, the, we keep it at 1,000. I'm not trying to even sit here and say, I mean, you know, because he could be way better. But, like, Steve Smith was probably my height. Yeah. We being oh, real. Steve. Had a hell of a career. 100%. And then, you, you know, there was a bunch of short kings in the NFL. And so for me personally, it's 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 really more so a matter of like the dude. You can, you can say everything you want to say about Devontae Smith and his size and, you know, whatever he does. At the same time, dude's a national champion. Dude's a Heisman Award winner. Dude has literally every other fucking award, on <coughs> and he's not even that small. And especially when you look at, I mean, Trendon Holiday. He might be like six one with cleats. I mean, shit. Bro, Trendon Holiday for the Broncos, five five. And then yeah, I mean they're 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 out of the they're out of position. But you look at, you look at, I mean, for safety, remember ECU Andrew Hawkins. I want to say so. He's five seven. Kayvon Austin was five eight. Now Tavon got busy too. Wasn't anything, but when when Tavon Austin first got in the league, yeah, motherfucker was was like you said, he was busy. I mean, Tyrant Matthews five nine, like it, it's it's not like it's a tall player's game. It's, it's about heart. It's it's really about heart and like real shit. Like we all watch national title uh, national type of title game, right? Yeah. I saw this man legit just running routes. It didn't even look like like players were out there guarding. <laughs> it was just running routes. <laughs> well, his route running is absolutely stupid. Like, <laughs> but it was just dusting people, dog. First place. <clears throat> Whoa, who said that, bro? That's crazy. And it, it makes sense in the same context we talked about the availability of Jamar Chase being there for the Bengals pick. He already has yeah. the connection with the quarterback. Alabama, Alabama to Alabama. There's a lot of talk that. I've heard on different shows and things, people talking about how do you really grade these quarterbacks when some of these guys went to the best schools with the best lines, the best receivers and all that kind of thing. If you want to help Tua be more successful, give him a weapon. He already had that. He was successful with someone like Devante or even Waddle. 
that's a good place to be for the Dolphins if that's what they're trying to achieve. And then, dude, they have so much draft capital. They they can make so many picks in these first three rounds. It's and, that, and, 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 you know, one of the things for me, it's like, you know, I get my jokes off about Tua, haha. And this year, we're finally going to be able to see what he can do and, like, what he's made of. Um, yeah, it's his team now. Yeah, it's his team. You know, he doesn't have probably the best quarterback to ever play behind him. So, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, like I said, I just I, I just feel like this this is a draft that Miami has a chance to absolutely murder everything yeah. and, and, you know, burn everything in its path, or they fuck it all up. And my chances are on the ladder. Um, maybe Jalen Phillips, the DN out of Miami, or Zavin Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa, Kettle of all places, with that um, that next pick in the he first round. <laughs> you look kind of light skinned way. It may be mixed or whatever, but. I'm weak. Um, any final takes on Miami before we get on to the division champions, the AFC East? Yeah, I mean, I think pass catcher and then edge rusher in the first round would make the most sense for them. And then yeah. they have plenty, plenty more picks to fill in the rest of the gaps they have. I think they've done such a really good job the past, I don't know, two years building their roster and getting draft capital. And I think this is the year probably pays off for them. Right, they got that early ass pick in the damn second round. Shit. Again, from the Texans. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. Um. All right, let's talk about it, man. Griselda, Griselda, big Griselda energy right here. The Bills. I mean, Benny made a whole anthem for him, man. I mean, last year they finished 13-3, and 6-0 and in the division. <laughs> Whoop. Picks are 30th in the first round, 61st in the second round, and 93rd in the third round. Their needs are corner, well, cornerback, edge rusher, and running back. Who wants to start here first? I heard something. Which one do y'all first? They have the 30th in the first round, 61st in the second round, 93rd in the third round. So it's all their picks at the back ends of the rounds. Yep. I heard something today about them being interested in uh, Etienne, which. Yes, that's one of the names I got written. Hell yeah. So, I mean, if, if that's the case that they really like him, I always thought that he was like a really versatile back at Clemson. I mean, he's oh. not just a running back. He could catch passes. He can play all over the field offensively, especially if I, I think Devin Singletary is still fine. They still have Zach Moss, but you know, you get into, I don't know, later down longer yards in the backfield. You have someone like Josh Allen paired with someone like Etienne. You have Stefan Diggs on the outside, even having Singletary or Moss in there too. You would make their offense extremely versatile, which, Deadly. yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I say, yeah, Najee Harris is there, but shit, we pretty much said Pittsburgh should probably take him. Well, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. We know all too well that running backs, especially, mm-hmm. running backs have a an, a an uncanny ability to fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. No, but seriously, like running back. <laughs> anyway, sir. <laughs> no, they, they really do have an ability to just free fall because there's a lot of people who are like well look i mean and you know i know the concern with with uh Najee harris is he's completely different 
from Etienne, right? Yeah. In the sense that Etienne can literally drop four shoulders on you and you wake up in the middle of another field in college football. Like, that's that's just what he did for years. Najee Harris was a Marshawn Lynch type of back. They don't want to get hit over and 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 over again. Run through a motherfucker's face. They don't want to get hit no more. That's exactly what Najee Harris did. And so I think for me, and from not to steal Jack's flow, but from what my sources are telling me, um, <laughs> no, but, but from, from what I understand, there's a lot of teams that are concerned about how powerful and hard hitting he was in college and how that's going to translate into a shortened NFL career. Cause we've seen it. We've seen it with running backs. Like um, most recently, the one I can think of Fournette was great at that for the first couple seasons. And he just slowed, he hit a wall and slowed down. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But people can also hear my argument and say, well, look at Adrian Peterson and look at Derrick Henry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I um, saw Adrian Peterson as a freshman going crazy, though. Don't, well, I don't see it. Yeah, we, we don't be here. We don't be here. But, you know, so it's, in, in my opinion, I feel like just because running backs do tend to fall, I feel like the Bills are going to have an opportunity to draft both Etienne and Harris, and it's going to be up to them to pick. That's going to be a tough-ass decision. Facts. Because Singletary, Singletary, he's not built like it, but Singletary is definitely more of a pound-you, ground-you type of back. But Harris is definitely more built like that. But if it's, then you also have to decide, well, hey – do we want two ground you and pound you backs or do we want one back that's ground you pound you on third down and two and then one running back that's going to get to the outside and then juke you 18 ways to Sunday. It's really just a matter of how you think your offense is going to respond the best. And you probably can't go that bad either way. They're obviously right. two really talented backs. And I think taking a running back there at late first round would open up the versatility for the rest of the draft for them to really focus on the defense and share that whole thing back up. Cause it wasn't as strong last year as it was the year before. Thanks. That's how I feel though. I mean, I, I, I do think they should make their line was phenomenal last year. Um, so they could go, um, even if they were feeling a little froggy with a 30th pick, they could draft Asante Samuel jr. Uh, who's a cornerback. Um, True, but there's there's truly multiple ways they could go with this shit. I mean, shit, the way they played in the playoffs, maybe they don't need a running back at all. They just pass the whole half. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True that. But, um, yeah. I mean, they beat Phillip Rivers and all eight of his kids. Well, it's 11. I think it's nine, but uh, who can count? Not his kids. You know, we want how many kids? Dude, I – sorry. Yeah, I, saw I think this, it's nine. I think it's nine. I saw this on Reddit this week. Uh, um, Eckler had made a comment saying that um, one time he saw Philip Rivers and he saw him with all his kids together, but he didn't realize that. He thought he, he, thought he was out there running a clinic. Dude, so <laughs> I typed in – I typed in how many kids does Philip Rivers has. And it says nine, and they it has his children's names and pictures of them. And <laughs> under Gunner, one of his kids is named Gunner. Go figure. 
under Gunner Rivers is a picture of Derek Carr. All right. Um, um not- <laughs> Are we are we we good on the um AFC East? Derek Carr. Jesus Christ. It's a good segue into the AFC West. Oh, it sure is. Look at that. Movements. Movements. Oh man. Thank All you, right. Google. That's perfect. Oh let's go ahead and start off with the Denver Broncos. Finished uh five and eleven, one and five in the division. Uh picks they have Number nine in the first round, 40 in the second round, and 71st in the third. Their needs are cornerback, linebacker, and offensive lineman. They're probably going to pick up, what, Micah Parsons? Is, is it Parsons? The Penn State guy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Um, they already – so they run a 3-4, so they have – like Von Miller, who's a linebacker, but he's really just an edge rusher. It would make sense for them to old. Well, he's older, yeah, but I think it would make sense for them to um, have someone that's actually running in the middle of the defense there, the linebacker position. They they had a couple of guys for a while there. They had didn't they have Trevathan? And then for a while there after that, they had the other Brandon Marshall. Whereas yeah, I remember the yeah, other Brandon Marshall, yeah, solid middle linebackers good tacklers, things like that. I mean, everything they say about Parsons, he could potentially be athletic enough to be a freak in the league for a long time. That would be a good pick there. I could see them being another team that could try to punch up into the quarterback conversation. They have a really solid roster, especially after this past off off season with free agency. And I don't think they're that far away from making a big move, especially considering how they finished the bottom of the AC West last year. I mean, they're not going to take out the Chiefs. I don't think no. anyone's really expecting that. But they have a chance to take a shot. And if they think they're ready, it would make sense to take a shot at quarterback, too. I mean, yeah, you can believe in Drew Locke. But just like we're talking about with the other quarterback situations, it doesn't hurt to have a second option also. So, I mean, if, well, if you get. That- <laughs> Say that again. I said you saw what that did to Carson Wentz. So you say it can't hurt. Well, okay, fair, <laughs> fair. But, I mean, you know, maybe Drew Locke's not just for a little pussy like Wentz is, you know. He, I mean, he handle a little rejection. That's big facts. I mean, they just I'm just glad they stopped saying, oh, shit, let's just draft tall guys. Yeah, that didn't work out at all. Remember homie out of uh, Memphis? Sarah Fuller out of Vanderbilt. Oh, my God. I can't even remember dude's name. It was like Paxton something. She Paxton Lynch. Four Nikes. Jesus. Did I say four? I meant 14. It's that piggy hill energy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think linebacker, like a, a player like Parsons, because you're still at the top of the first round, getting someone who's a big impact player. If it's not the biggest need, it's still a good quality fill that can stick around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just think either quarterback or just uh, kind of no missed it no miss defensive player like that even certain he would be available there so yeah yeah certain uh jc horn like we've I mean, we're gonna talk about him a lot and i'm seeing the name kayla farley out of uh virginia tech too you said kayla caleb oh i thought you said kayla i was like okay you got because you got sarah on the mind right now bro i'm like damn we really going over the softball draft that shit crazy <laughs> Oh, um, all right. Any, any final takes on the Broncos? 
softball league still has more fans than WNBA. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Damn, why WNBA have a catch a stray? <laughs> Is it a stray if it was aimed? No. Bro, we about to get canceled by some. Never mind, I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not even gonna say that. Jack, Jack, you got anything on the Broncos? I <laughs> know, oh, I'm good. Okay. All right, let's um go ahead and get into this next team with um you know a quarterback and a lot of well shit they got like two players that I don't bite your tongue favorites. Um, I almost fucked around and said it, but no, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm about to call them San Diego. <laughs> That's still getting some used to. Um, the Chargers they finished seven and nine last year, three and three in the division. Had no fucking right to even be seven and nine, but they was balling. Um, well, picks, well, I don't want to say that they. they no, 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 no. They had no rights as far as like coming of what we thought the team was gonna be. Is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but that's, 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 what, that's what I meant. I gotta say, I mean, okay. you know, fucking. Justin, Justin Herbert. Played. We're about to get into him. We're about to get you. You're gonna get to talk about it. We're going to. Don't do that. I know you want to. I know you want to. Uh, the picks they have number thirteen in the first round, forty seventh in the second round, seventy seven and ninety seven in the third round. Their needs are offensive tackle, linebacker, and cornerback. This is why I say, of course, we, you know, we're gonna get to talk about Herbert because they probably need to talk, take a lineman, right? Yes. Um, and if not a lineman, they definitely need to look at what pick do they have? 13. 13. Okay. So, yeah. If, because I also suggested that maybe Parsons is going to fall pretty bad considering he didn't play last year. If he, if he falls that far, they need to go there because they. Oh, if he's falling, hell yeah. We, I'm, I'm down for best available shit. Because I don't, I don't know how to put this nicely. Um, the Chargers were definitely the Falcons of the AFC. Justin Herbert, like literally the only thing that could have stopped his offense was his defense. And it did. It did multiple times. <laughs> One game was that we were watching. We were like, oh, shit. They all like didn't did they come back or they almost came back. But then it was like, yeah, the defense just. <sighs> yeah, they, they almost. No, it, it was. Uh, they almost came back. And they can they were three points off, and then there were games where they were winning twenty eight to seven. I think not a Colts game. And yep, and lost thirty one twenty eight. And then they almost beat the Chiefs and missed a field goal. <laughs> so it was like Well, they've had struggle with field goals, man. My God. Chargers hmm. fans, that's what it, like where's your beef at? Wait. Who, who, who's your beef with? Wait. Comment down below. Let me know who your beef is with, because I'm 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 curious because I know as an Eagles fan my beef is with anything that breathes. So as a Chargers fan, tell me who your beef is with. Sarah Fuller could be a good pickup. Who? Sarah Fuller. Mm-hmm. See now you got me making a joke. Damn it. Damn you Chargers. <laughs> <sighs> but I'm I mean, Jack, I'm gonna let you go too, but like I'm I'm with you, Keto. That's really smart. Like, yeah, if if Parsons falls and he's there, yeah, that's smart. But, yeah, I definitely think they should probably go with the line. You got to protect Herbert. You do not want to – you you see what happened in Cincinnati. You do not need that on this man. Well, and then before we go further, yeah, one thing I do want – one thing I, I do I do want to mention is we still have stupid free agents available. 
that could do pretty well to fill these positions, and 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 one of them obviously being Richard Sherman. He does like the West Coast. Yeah. So so we're you know we're talking about we're talking about you know a lot of these teams needing cornerbacks, needing offensive linemen. Russell Okung is still a free agent. Richard Sherman is still a free agent. Um, and then Malik Hooker is still a free agent. And uh, Alejandro Villanueva, the old Steeler, um, and Antonio Brown. I mean, you, you, you've got a lot of these guys who are who, – they're still free agents, and we could still – we could see teams, you know, try to fill a lot of these gaps in the draft, but there might be one of these teams that's like, look, hey, if you sign with us, let us know because <laughs> we're, we're planning on drafting. We need, we need to have our plan together. Brown so, be a good pickup, but I don't know if he should go back to California. I mean, not go back. I don't know if he should go to California. I don't know how that would be. Who? Antonio Brown. Yeah, nah. I'm pretty It'd be a sure. good pickup for for Herbert, but unless he's gonna move in with like you know a, a coach or something or whatever, it's like oh well, lord, <laughs> him in California. Oh I'm lord. And moving forward, like as we're talking about this, keep in mind that we still have pretty big name free agents still left on the market. Oh no, that's facts. <laughs> I mean, it, for. As great a season as Herbert had last year, Keto's right. The thing that held them back more than anything was their defense. Please, God, can Derwin James play a season, uh, come back healthy this year. But the, <laughs> the Chargers did the classic thing where, you know, their defense tanked their season. They changed the head coach from an offensive guy to a defensive guy and went with Brandon Staley. I don't know that much about Brandon Staley, but, you know, you have an early pick here. If so you do Eagles something. If you do something smart, like take one of these tackles that could be available, like Rashawn Slater or Christian Darishaw, sure up the line, make sure that Herbert doesn't get killed. They don't really need that many pass catchers or anything, and then focus the rest of the draft around the defense, which is probably what Brandon Staley wants to focus on to improve anyway. Probably help them get back into a position where they could be more successful than they were last year. Because especially, especially in the AFC West, I mean, you look at it, you've got, um, you've got the Broncos. Yeah. You've got the Raiders. You've got the Chiefs. I mean, you, you literally you, you play in, in the Big 12 of the NFL, that, but on the AFC side. So it's if you can if you can find a way to shore up that defense, you cook him, bro. You cook him all day and eight ways to Sunday. You hear me? You heard me? I'm loving that eight ways to Sunday, 18 ways to Sunday earlier. I'm, I'm loving this new analogy. Hey, it's what I do, bro. Here for it. Put it on the track. Top, top secret. Top secret. Ooh, sh- 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 Ooh there we go. There we go. Um, Did the check vocals come in yet? Bro, I got like three joints I need to record over before I leave over the weekend. But side, side, side note. Um, yeah, yeah, I like what you guys said and everything. Maybe Rashawn Slater, the tackle out of uh, Northwestern. Or yeah, Christian Darisol, the tackle out of Virginia Tech. I think it's probably more likely Darisol would be available. So I'm going to put that one down for myself. <laughs> Let me look at the Sims mock draft over here. Ooh. Yeah, they have uh, Darisol <clears throat> for the Chargers. Goal, Chargers, goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, any final takes on the Chargers before we get to uh, the Raiders? I love them. I, 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 I got good feelings from them. I, I like them as a team. 
they're, they they remind me of a much less talented Bills because they are pretty scrappy. <laughs> but if if they can if they can find a way to get it together, bro, they they could be cooking. I mean, one hundred percent. The real thing is NFL, you know, do some or whatever. Because I mean, the Chargers have had the coldest jerseys since I've been a child. <laughs> like, right. I like mean. It's oh like my being, God, it's, it's some shit, like, man. like being a Maryland sports fan. You have 42 jerseys. All of them are fire, and you ain't done shit. But they, have, they tried to be Oregon with I mean, Oregon has some cold-ass jerseys, but in Maryland, was like, yeah, let's do it with, like, you know, black, yellow, and white, and, you know. Well, it was because, so the owner, the creator, and, and CEO, and all that of Under Armour went to Maryland. So once okay. Under Armour, he decided to go back and was like, hey, I'll, I'll let me do this. It's the same with the Nike guy at Oregon, yeah. Makes sense. <clears throat> All right, on to because that wouldn't be right if I didn't do it. The Raiders, bro. I've been waiting to hear that. You hear me? Or you know, or his, his other class one, the Honky Tonky Raiders. <laughs> Man, disrespectful, y'all moving Berman to fucking ESPN Plus. Get out of here, bro. Boomer retired or whatever. They done found him another black dude. Didn't they? Didn't they put Booger over there? I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh, damn shit. Okay. I just want to see Booger's reactions to the. You can't replace an M with a G and expect no one to notice. Come on now. <laughs> um, the Raiders was- finished eight and eight last year, four and two in the division. That's actually pretty good. Um, their picks are seventeen in the first round, forty eighth in the second round, and seventy nine and eighty in the third round. Their needs are linebacker, offensive tackle, and edge rusher. Who wants to start off with the Raiders? Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead, go ahead, Jackie boy. Well, I mean, it's the Raiders, so they're gonna trade up and pick Waddle, right? Fast I mean, shit. That's <laughs> that actually sounds kind of cool. No, have, I don't know. One of the names I'm a name or whatever is with who homie got them in draft pick because I got two linebackers and two defensive ends. Uh, Parsons out of Penn State. I'm not going to butcher a homie's name, but Jeremiah, the linebacker out of Notre Dame, uh, Gregory Russo, the defensive end out of Miami, and Jalen Phillips, another defensive end out of Miami. I mean, I think I think they have I think they 100 percent have to go defense. I don't think there's there's an option here. I think that's more likely the scenario. I mean, they picked up in but who knows what he's still really bring. Like, he didn't do much last season. Right. But, they drafted Jonathan Abram, what, two seasons ago, and he got hurt in that season, and he didn't really live up to the safety potential from the season before that I guess Gruden was hoped for with him. Clellan Farrell is another guy they drafted relatively early that I don't know. He's done a whole lot. Their offense isn't terrible. I really don't know why they signed Kenny and Drake. That still makes no sense to me. But, yeah, defense, linebacker. I'm looking at their linebackers, and I really don't know who any of these guys are. So... <laughs> I just, love, I just love the Kenya Drake little little pow right in there real quick. Not saying, like, they he, have he, Josh he, Jacobs. Uh, I mean, yeah, don't bite your tongue favorite Josh Jacobs. Uh, 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 if you're listening. We was fucking with him from, like, you know, what, week four? Mm-hmm. Two years ago. And he's a running back in the NFL that still hasn't beaten a spouse. Applauding to you, sir. At super, you know, very rare. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think Parsons will, will be there that late at 17. So maybe the Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa that may make more sense. Right. Just the first round. I don't really know what to do with their whole roster. It seems like they're kind of in limbo as a team in general. Like they, they, 
Yeah, they took one off the Chiefs last year, but they barely beat the Jets. Like, I don't know exactly what their potential is going forward. So, I, no. and on top of that, too, the ultimate wild card is Gruden. So, I, I, I just don't know where I stand with the Raiders right now. He's honestly the Britney Spears of the NFL. Damn. Like, he could Wait, come now, back. which era, Britney? Which era, though? Like, post uh, breakdown? No, I mean, like, mid breakdown. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Don't, don't do that. Dead ass, though. Did, did you get tired of hearing Sp- Spider 3 wide banana? I wouldn't be right if I didn't do it. Also, free Britney. No facts. That's just true. She had stands before they even called stands. Never forget. Mm. Or. <laughs> um, anything else on the Raiders, man? You hear me? Also, a top, a top five, top ten jersey of all time. What? The Raiders. At times, at times. As, as as long as they're in the lower top ten, yeah, I can give it it. Okay, I'll give them top ten then. I won't say top five. Yeah, I'm I said, Kendall, we're gonna we gonna do that episode one day, whatever. Jack, you're more than welcome to join, of course. But we're gonna have to rate these jerseys, bro. And thirty two to one. And we and we gonna add alternates, some, throwbacks, all the shit. I'm about to say we'll do we'll do all time, we'll do top ten all times. All time retros, all time or, or top ten all times, all top ten retros, top ten currents. Yeah, we yeah, we, we gonna we, need three people because this shit gonna be, it's gonna get a little chippy. We gonna be like, yeah, tiebreaker, <laughs> bro, dead ass. But we just send the pictures of it in the chat and be like, up or down thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think we good on the Raiders. We good. I'm straight, bro. Yep. All right. This team, you know, normally we would talk about them a lot, but with the draft, I mean, not as much or whatever. So we just, we'll talk about them in general or whatever. Uh, they went to the Super Bowl. You already know the Kansas City Chiefs finished 14 and 2, 4 and 2 in the division. Their picks are 58th and 63rd in the second round. Their needs are offensive line, offensive tackle, and edge rusher. I guess with the Chiefs or whatever, is the talk the draft or is the talk really like, you know, kind of something we'll do later on or whatever as far as like, you know, potential free agents, getting the team strong, you know, they need something with the line. I think Justin Fields falls all the way down to the Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a great episode. Let me quit. (laughs) Nah, the 32nd spot is tough. Oh no, they ain't got it. They ain't got it no more. No, they yeah, got they, they, they traded that to Baltimore. Yeah, they don't have their first rounder. Oh yeah. shit! Because yeah, they got they got Orlando Bloom, right? Is that his name? Yeah, or, something like that. Orlando Brown, excuse me. Orlando, Orlando Bloom, Bloom. Jesus Christ! Good God! That's homie from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Ah, how did I how did I know that one? Look at me being diverse. <laughs> moot, moot. I need guidance. What up? Am I about to bid all 100 on this color color again? Mm. I started with 25, bro. You going crazy? Um. <laughs> Yo. But no. Um. Once you get to like teams that have their first picks in the second round, that shit tough. Cause yeah, like, like I said, it's probably just we could talk a little bit about what they 
could potentially do or like do you think this team could make it to a third straight Super Bowl? I mean, we're going to talk about a lot of this or whatever before the season even starts, but you know. You know how it be. Yeah. Young Tings. Jack? I mean, they obviously have the potential to make another run. Um, anyone with Mahomes has that potential. Their offense hasn't really changed much. It probably won't change much outside of they, they've really reinforced the line after the Super Bowl. And th- there were some guys that yeah, they, they needed cut. to. Right. But they, they, runs 500 miles in a fucking Super Bowl behind the line of scrimmage. Nah, nah. That's not making the A block, bro. I promise you. <laughs> not the A block. <laughs> I mean, I would see them probably more than anything getting some more um, players to put back in the secondary. That I mean, they have Chris Jones and Frank Clark to help pressure the ball up front, and Chris Jones can do everything, includes that the run. Yeah. Just more. I mean. They have Matthew back there, but more corner help maybe and to help keep them out of getting down. And because once they're down, they have to pass. That's kind of what happened in the Super Bowl. So maybe again, that's this is a tough one. And they don't have a whole lot of holes in the roster. Unsurprisingly, they went to the Super Bowl. Hey, man, Travis Kelsey got his girl back right before the Super Bowl or whatever, man. Undefeated. Bro. Travis fucking that man looks like he would come into the Chiefs locker room with a to, with a to go plate. Quite honestly, he, if you saw his girl, he definitely coming in with a to go plate. Bro, his fades are nasty too. Like I would, I would honestly go to his barber all the way in Kansas City. I would call <laughs> this COVID. You know, he hit somebody up and was like, "Yo, hit me up with the same dude that does yours, man." Hey, yo, that was a fire fit you had, bro. Who did, who did your hair? You don't get your goofy ass. Um, but if we're good on that and everything, are you guys ready for the NFC West? Yeah. No, because then we're just one step closer. <laughs> <sighs> well, this has been a topic I've been waiting for. I have been waiting for it, man. San Francisco 49ers. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Mm. Finished just off 6-10, and 3-3 three and three in the division. Their picks are number three in the first round, number 43rd in second, and 102nd in the third. Just Needs people. are quarterback, offensive line, and cornerback. Yes. Come on, man. Let's go ahead and do it. Who is it going to be? It's Justin Fields. Shannon. I've only got three names written, Fields, Lance, or Jones. Shanahan loves that kid. So the talk was when the trade originally happened that came out, they were looking at Mac Jones. Who knows what, that if that's true. On? I mean, potentially. Um, it seems like they kind of backed away from that, like in the past week or so. Shanahan's come out and talked about there are five guys they like there. Unsurprisingly, two of them will likely not be available for them to pick. So they have, I, they put themselves in the position to take the guy they like the most. If it was Jones, the, the most disappointed, black, but not surprised. Exactly. And on top of that, too, it would be one of those picks where in like three years, we're going to be like, man, the 49ers are really smart because they got a competent quarterback who just doesn't turn the ball over. He's just sound and he does his job exactly what Shanahan wants. He moves on to another team in, I don't know, five seasons and he absolutely sucks. It's just like, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the exact quarterback that Shanahan won for a system. If, if they want to take a guy that has 
more potential to do more than just sit in the pocket and pass. Obviously, Lance and Fields are potential options. I would see Lance over Fields, I guess, if they went that direction, but it'll probably just be what, what's been talked about for like a month now and probably just mm-hmm. be Jones. Yeah. I, I, st- I still think it's Justin Fields. Did anyone happen to hear his um his quote the other day? I did not. I only have they, one they, question they, after this. They basically asked him, <clears throat> someone said is is just to be clear, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a 49er on, on, by Sunday or on Sunday still. And he said, what was the quote? He said, I can't guarantee that anybody's going to be alive on Sunday. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, wait, get up, get up. Can I do it? Do it. Dark kettle. Dark. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Evil curver. Existential germs. Right. <laughs> like, what in the world is... Whoa. They say, hey, yo, is Garoppolo... Is Garoppolo still me on the team? He said, turn around and die. Whoa. I mean, it feels like it's going to be one of those years that people aren't going to expect the 49ers to be as good as they should be. Dead or, or, because they had so many fucking injuries last year. So their defense should be invariably better just from the fact that they will be healthy just not the quarterback (laughs) and and i probably makes the most sense after the third pick to address corner their their secondary which looks the weakest other defense but they still got weapons on offense i mean they have a thousand running backs (laughs) they have all these wide receivers that are just interchangeable for the most part i mean you can samuel obviously but they got they got a bunch of weapons. If they took someone in the offensive line to show that up, that would make sense too. I think they'll be good this year. I just don't know exactly where they'll finish in the NFC West because I think it's going to be one of the more competitive divisions. Oh yeah. Um, I have a question. <clears throat> if we are done with the 49ers, because uh, this was news or whatever, we we done with the 49ers? Yeah, I'm good. Yep. Um, I can't remember if this was this morning or yesterday because stuff's just all kind of going together and everything. But, you know, a team I never want to talk about, the Dirty Birds out of Atlanta. Um, have you guys heard the news about, oh, you know, they're, they're here for offers or they're listening to deals or anything about Julio Jones? Yeah. I saw that on ESPN. I guess we should go ahead yeah. and discuss it. You know, I said, why, why, does, why, you know, why not here? I heard, I heard the Eagles are actually in those discussions. Interesting. And it would not surprise me if they were like, oh, well, yeah, I guess, you know, Julio Jones is basically as good as any receiver up there. Yeah, he's also like 80. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just, I mean, if he leaves Atlanta, I'm, I, you know, he'll make a fan yeah, out I of bet, me. I bet like hell you wouldn't mind, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. This will be, what, his 10th season? Something about like that. I think he was drafted in 2011. <clears throat> I mean, you know, there are receivers from that era that have really entered to the next stage of their career already and i don't think julio's there so if they wanted to move him for whatever reason they better get a decent amount of return for it and if they did they better pick cal pitts because they're gonna need someone just to have (laughs) opposite ridley just so it doesn't fuck up the flow they have with the offense already so i don't know i I don't see why they would do it unless they just got a big haul and uh, honestly if it revamped their defense because that's the biggest flaw with their whole team. 
Come on, Atlanta, do it. <clears throat> I don't want him no more. <laughs> we need that. All right. Um, Sounds scared. I mean, he's not scared. I just, you know, I don't want to root against that man. I actually like him. I don't want to root him against him no more, you know? It, it is hard not to like greatness. Yeah. We say, we had the same conversation about um Drew Brees last episode, you know? Always yeah. respected him or whatever. I mean, I I had to, I, I had to hate him. I had to. I was forced to, but you got to respect it, you know? Yeah, so while True. also while we're here, um, uh, the current odds for the draft, um, first overall pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence is at 1,000 to 1 odds. Yeah. That overall pick, Zach Wilson, is at 10,000 to, uh, 10, to 1 odds. And believe it or not, third overall pick is Mac Jones at 200 odds. <laughs> you going to bet it? Mac Jones is at uh, 200, and then fourth is actually Kyle Pitts. Mm. Um, up I next think this is that. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it just has such it has such a potential to be such a wacky draft. I wouldn't bet on fucking anything with this. No, like, absolutely. The amount of movement they're talking about in the first round, and the amount of movement that's already happened, it it could get crazy real quick. It's gonna be some shit on Thursday, man. Dead ass. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be sitting here recording wrestling, and just my phone gonna be lighting up from these group chats. My yeah. God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might fuck around, dude. Do not disturb for a little bit. We need the pod. Um, up next we got the Arizona Cardinals. They finished at eight and eight. You know, um, that's not Jeff Fisher. That is what's your boy in uh, New York now? Garrett. Jason. Oh, Jason Garrett. Garrett. There we go. Yeah, that's Jason Garrett special eight and eight here. It's it's your guy. Um. Eight and eight, two and four in the division. You know, already know. Oh, <laughs> um, picks they have number sixteen in the first round and 49th in the second round. Their needs are offensive tackle, cornerback, and tight end. Who wants first on Arizona? Why do you say it like that? Who wants it? You mean Houston West? <laughs> Um, well, remember, 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 they, they, they did just pick up, um, oh boy, um, why can't I think of his name? Good God. J.J. Watt. Yeah, they did, yeah. They did pick up J.J. Watt. Um, they didn't really get worse than they were last year, like at all. Um, I definitely think they improved on the defensive line. Their offense didn't really get too much better, and I think for that reason they're they're probably they'll probably go something offensive. Um Yeah, Kyler was a little hurt and then it's like it was just I mean, do I, I mean I not, wanna be I don't wanna be mean, but like would would we say inconsistent? Yes. Okay, I I, mean, I, just, I, I wanna I wanna say that if that's fair or not, you know, wanna make sure. I think we're all kind of on the same page that Kyler was hurt a lot longer than he was admitting he was hurt. And oh, that's fact. The, the team just kind of spiraled in the middle of the season. And like I watched him lose to the 49ers or whatever. Right. That was tough. And, 
they they were the Browns of last season in terms of height coming in and had that same kind of fallout. But if it's due to injury, there's only so much you can do about that. Um, I don't know. I, I offensively, I think they're definitely need help on the line. So that would make sense. I also think probably the biggest hole in the roster is losing Patrick Peterson. So addressing mm-hmm. corner would make sense for them just because he's been such a um, a presence there for so many years. Not to have that there would probably change everything. If they if they could replace it with somebody, um, again, middle of the second round, I think we're still talking that J.C. Horn area if he's available. But, yep, that's a name um, Or <laughs> if teams decide to kind of push up and see what they have maybe make maybe take a, a risk or two here and there possibly could be looking at asante samuel jr again yeah i, I think he's a, another quality option personally I think, I think i think asante samuel jr will be um a second rounder but like i said I, I think there's a lot of teams that might look at him and then look at his dad and be like you know what <laughs> maybe dna maybe I, I would shit just wait till Cromartie's like 25, 11 kids or whatever start popping in the league. Mm. Snatching chains. <laughs> they're, they're, no, they're that's all, to leave, sorry. They're all going to be on a team together. <laughs> but I mean, just looking at the roster overall, it doesn't look bad. Um, I think just a couple of holes to fill here and there. Probably offensive line, probably no, core. Major. But again, does that mean that they're going to be successful? Are they going to be able to run the air raid thing? Are they just going to now they have James Conner? I don't know. It'll be and AJ Green. It'll be different, but it'll probably. It could be a little hype. It could kind of just run the mill of what I mean. I think the next two teams we talk about this division are going to really run the division. So we'll see. Also, I'm not trying to be funny. How old is AJ Green now? Old. (laughs) <laughs> um he was also picked in 2011 so same draft okay. as leo i was thinking older recently okay but shit hey man i mean he was who i was thinking of when we were talking about julio is like aj green's kind of entered that next phase of his career i don't think julio necessarily has so right. we're still be with capital if they wanted to move him versus aj green they just got free agency but yeah jack i'm with you whatever um jc horn you know um, Christian Darisol tackle Taven Jenkins tackle. We'll see what they do. Christian Dolezal, and it makes me think of Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. Darisol, bro, how could I? How could I ever forget? A disgrace to the culture. See, I hear braiding hair now. You are lying to me. I, I swear to God, look it up. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch her um, Netflix shit that she had or whatever. But you know, I listened to uh, podcasts. They was like Rachel Dolezal was out here doing hair, sister's hair at that. What's that Babylon thing gonna know about hair? I mean, she taught African American studies, so she can tell me about being black. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. If I, uh. We we good on um the Cardinals. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Cancellation is gonna be rough for all of us. Damn! <laughs> Wish they would try and cancel me over Rachel Dolan's all Fuck out here. That's. I guess we are covered. Um. <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams are up next. 
Uh, they finished 10 and 6, 3 and 3 in the division. They start off with the 57th pick in the second round, the 88th in the third round, and the 103rd in the third round. Their needs are uh, tackle, linebacker, and edge rusher. Don't really have anybody for them, so I guess let's just talk about the Rams. They're kind of in it to win it. Uh, well, I don't know what in the world's happened to my words. In it to win it. Good so, Lord. You want to say that again, sir? Super Bowl contenders. They got to be. If not, that window is going to be closing. That is that is how much of a difference I truly believe with all my hearts Matt Stafford makes. I mean, this is a Stafford-friendly pod or whatever. We 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 like the pick. And then the picks, he made the trade. I mean, it makes so much more sense with their offense. He he can really stretch the field, and they have the receivers to stretch the field with Woods and now Deshaun. He's also not Jared Goff. That is a big plus. <laughs> I don't know. The the ones that I have pulled up here, the three players they have are all tackles. <laughs> but again, too, like they're going in the second round. This is going to be another hard one to predict. I like their team, and... Of all the teams, I think that the window is going to close faster than anyone. The amount that they've given up in draft capital to build this roster, they are into win it now or not at all. So probably taking some more cornerstone pieces to make sure a guy like Stafford isn't getting rocked back there for the a tackle on the on the offensive line. Maybe someone to shore up their defense that's already preached out. I don't know. Another another one that's like you know what it could be interesting. Yeah, I think they're better than ten to six this year. Yeah, yeah. I think they probably take the division. Ooh, I'm low key with Jack. I mean, shit. I mean, we're about to talk about the team next or whatever. But I mean, you know, we're gonna just. I, mean, I think I think they can. Yeah, I think they have a solid shot. I'm not gonna commit to Will just because that nasty team from Seattle is also still out there. Nah, that's facts. And the 49ers were hella hurt last year, but... I mean, we I, definitely think I, this I, is the I'm deepest not, not division, gonna, right? I'm not going to do it right now. Yeah, I think the NFC West is probably the deepest, but I, I don't blame you for definitely not committing to anything right now. It's it's what we're just talking about. The, probably the most talented division. Well, that too. Yeah. They thick, bro. Also, I don't think it was Keto or whatever. It might have been Austin or whatever. You know, not really a big fan of Jalen Ramsey, but he was not bad last year. He wasn't. He wasn't. He kind of. He. I mean, I'm not gonna say he shut me up because no one shuts me up. <laughs> but um, no, 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 not shut you up. It's just like you know, you weren't really here for him. But I was like, was that you or Austin? I know one of y'all was just like, fuck it. I mean, the dude, the dude has talent. He he's just he runs his mouth too damn much. Eh, I mean, it happens. And then you know it. <laughs> at at D line they have you know a credit player so <laughs> <laughs> they had a literal credit player with this dude trying to come out and say man he stomped me out man and it was like nah he actually saved your life but you know whatever <laughs> man's face like he had a golf ball on it I think I saw it was like if he actually got punched in the face by Aaron Donald he wouldn't be here anymore. You know, um, I think it was Bumani that said he's probably in that top two, top three people of like, you know what? I think you can say anything about me in the world and I'm still not going to fight you. 
He could, I mean, look, honestly, <laughs> Aaron Donald could get in a shouting match with my girl, and I'd be like, Carrie, you got to apologize. <laughs> when you see somebody dominate, like, two, three hundred plus people at once, it's like, you know what? I think I'm good, though. I told you you should have took those crop of girl, because I'm not standing up for your ass. <laughs> Fuck that. That's bad. <laughs> I'm looking straight at Carrie, and I'm like, look, I'm not doing this, and you ain't neither. <laughs> That man is making some pretty good points. That's all I'm saying. Right, that's it. Um, you could tell me <laughs> that if your girl's got in a shout match with Aaron Donald, you're going to be like, hey, you need to chill, bro. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yo, chill the fuck out. This man looks like he ran a 99 speed in Road to Glory. Like, <laughs> come on. No, I'm, I'm going to hit him with that. Yo, what's that? Like, what? And then just, like, grab my girl and run away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you think you badass? All right, that's why you didn't see my homie coming behind you. So it's until, like, he, until he walks you down, right? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was going to say, it's almost presumptuous you think you can even make him flinch. This massive <laughs> man just, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I guarantee you he did assault that guy. But then <laughs> and then made him apologize. All right, I'm going to do it again. He was, that guy was like, look, that won't me. I'm sorry, it won't, it won't even him. Like, that, that's my bad for sure. Imagine, you know, what's that? Um, Kato, I know you know I'm talking about whatever, Jack. You probably do too. What's the joint, that video, whatever, of like that little dude, and there's like this massively big guy, and it was like a slap contest, like an you know, open slap to the face. I know exactly what you're talking about. Imagine that with Aaron Donald. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I feel like, I'm not even gonna lie, I feel like he, Aaron Donald would get his shit rocked. Because those guys train for that shit, bro. And you know what? I'm not going to disrespect any of those people because, you know, but I'm just saying to us normal humans, I think Aaron Donald can use, like, two fingers, and it's like, nah, that still might be enough, man. Bro, he just have to look at me. I'm, I'm going to keep it funky with all y'all. His fucking hands the size of Coco. <laughs> all right, um, um, <laughs> up last in this, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, they finished 12-4, and four, um, 4-2 four in the division, only pick I got for them first three rounds is 56 in the second. Uh, their needs are offensive tackle, offensive tackle, offensive tackle. Okay, um, edge rusher and cornerback. Where should we and who wants to start first on Seattle? Falconer, you better be listening. Boom, 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 boom. I don't have much to say other than the fact that Russell Wilson is so respected as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And if he comes out and says he needs to be protected, you pay a draft pick and protect the man. Get him some offensive line help. That's the biggest facts. The largest effects, if you will. I mean, is their defense as good as it has been in the past? Definitely not. No. Is it serviceable and to get the job done with what they have offensively, weapon-wise, potentially. I can see, I mean, I don't even know. Like, like, this is, like, the first time we can say, oh, they can make, like, another move after the fact. Uh, can they? Because they have one pick in the top three rounds. So Didn't they finally I, get a decent running back last year? Well, the, I mean, they have Carson. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. He was hurt for a little bit last year, and then they kind of uh, had a committee going. Glass House? That guy. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the one and the same. Yeah, I think tackle makes the most sense for them. 
I mean, Russell's going to run around no matter what, but at least if you can do it in a controlled fashion, you can actually probably have a little more success offensively. Nah, I'm with you there. There. <gasps> Did something happen? No, I mean, I mean. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, drama. Of course, we're gonna talk about it more later on in the this season and the year two more pods and everything. But you know, we kind of just spoke a little bit. Uh, the whole division is stacked, but it's probably gonna be between them and the Rams, correct? I mean, Kato brings up a good point too. The 49ers are definitely in contention, and I don't see the Cardinals competing for the division as title as a whole. But I could be wrong. I mean, maybe AJ frisky. Green's just maybe AJ Green's just been waiting two seasons to actually start playing again. Who knows? Why <laughs> <laughs> well, he he registered it last year? This man said red. Essentially, fucking like eight year red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but no man I, um, I fuck with Seattle I say, didn't, didn't our guy leave uh, Jaren Reed oh yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. shout, shout 919 you already know Goldsboro him and Kobe White in the Hall of Fame next to each other you know Um, I th- I think we're good on this division. We got any we got any final takes on the Seahawks and or the AFC? Excuse me, the AFC, the NFC West. I want to stay on this division as long as we can. I'm ready. Oh, part two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's that time. It's the time people have been waiting for. I've been waiting for. I, I mean, my notes here. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm kind of mad we don't have, you know, Austin or, you know, the or Ghost Austin. Clone Austin. Excuse me. Clone Austin. My fault. We put some respect on Clone Austin's name. Because uh-huh. they're 9972. We're going to have to start it off with... The team that finished four, eleven, and one, two and four in the division. Philadelphia Eagles. First round they have the twelfth pick, you know, moved back a little bit. Second round the thirty seventh pick. Uh, third round the seventieth and eighty fourth pick. Their needs are well. I'm gonna say the three, and I'm asking you know, our our personal. Philly insider, you know, I'm, I'm now tuning in to Sal Palantonio, um, <laughs> offensive line, wide hey, receiver, and cornerback. I will start off by saying this. Well, okay, I, I have one thing. I have one thing. Jack, do you think you should start, or, or, or like, should he, should he get it off? Let him get it off. Okay. If the Philadelphia Eagles draft anybody. But a wide receiver, an offensive lineman, yeah, or Kyle Pitts, yeah, I am hanging myself from my balcony. Okay, we don't exactly need that, sir. Um, no, Not joking, bro. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask Jack to jump in before I mention what you just said or whatever, because that's come. That's two of the names I have right now. <laughs> it's a cornerback. I won't even hang myself. I'll just throw my arms into a wood chipper. But if they. Dr- <clears throat> And so help me God, if they draft a quarterback, 
I'm burning that city to the ground. Do you fucking hear me? You, you gonna fly to Lincoln Financial? Bro, it's gonna be Lincoln Rubble by the end of it. In the rain again? Mm-hmm. I mean, I only see two quarterbacks on the roster right now, so you could use a third. Uh, who's the second Joe Flacco, boy. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Put some respect on his name. Come on, say the full title. Oh, MVP, Joe Flacco. There we go. Never forget it. You can't take it away from it. You can't. You so, can never. So 12 is kind of complicated when it comes to, I think, the obvious need is pass catcher. Um, yeah. I would like to think that if they decide to make that move with the Dolphins, there's somebody that they like that they think will still be available at 12. Between those top four, the only one I realistically see slide all the way to 12 is probably Waddle. So I would not be surprised if that's the pick they make, and you could do a lot worse. I mean, any of them would be great, but Waddle is just as good as any other ones in terms of athleticism, speed, um, route running and all that. No, and so oh God, if Devontae Smith is there. I say, look, yeah, can I, can I read off the five names real quick, Kato? Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> five names I have, but if it let off the Eagles. Rashawn Slater, um, tackle out of Northwestern. Patrick uh, Curtans, or whatever you say it. Corner out of Alabama. J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama, and Jalen Waddle, receiver, Alabama. Y'all got to get one of the two Bama guys, right? That's just the end, and, you know, that's it, right? Got it. So, but they're also planning on Sarah Fuller being available at 12. Okay. We've already established he's going to the Chargers. Chill out. It's just... I mean, if I could quote Mac Jones, you know, if they don't take at least Jalen Waddle, I don't know if Kevin's going to be alive on Monday. Or if Devontae Smith is available. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. I just have a hard time thinking he's going to slide to 12. And yeah, I was going to ask you, but you do like Smith, though. I mean, we, you, you've you already ran about it now, but, like, I remember I was going to ask. I'm like, you do like Smith. Okay, I want to make sure you uh, want to I people. love Devontae Smith. I think him and Jamar Chase, either or, would have been a great pick at six. Right. But uh, the Eagles decided for some reason that was not – because we all know Howie's drafting ability is top-notch. I mean, one pro bowler – drafted since 2016 i mean what more could you ask for and that one pro bowl <laughs> traded away again what more could you ask for but you know i mean it's it's whatever i don't understand how from a big picture point uh, point of view you look at the last four drafts and go oh yeah we've got this the one thing we need more is picks <laughs> like you haven't hit on fucking any of them before i mean jj arcega white side is working out well sarcasm it's just, S. fucking annoying dude and granted there are some there are some that haven't been pro bowlers yet miles sanders don't bite your tongue paper Facts. Uh, you know jalen rager might end up smoking everybody if, if he can get the right coaching under his belt and get a get a positive attitude you, you, you went in on him last year though <laughs> you dog because I'm sorry, but if you're a rookie in the league, the last thing I want to see you do is give up on plays. That is the most annoying fucking shit. 
I'm telling you, it was one. I can't remember which game in particular. It was one time. I don't know if I got the text or if it was the group chat. I just got Jalen Rager. No, that was the <laughs> night they drafted him. Okay, yeah. Bro, because I was like, at least they can't fuck up the second pick. And then they drafted Jalen Hurts. So just in terms of kind of how things played out in the last draft, which was a really talented receiver class that was heavy up top, it didn't really go in the order that most people thought it was going to with the Raiders just taking rugs first. So if things go a little bit out of order in terms of the pass catchers, you think Devontae Smith is the one you would want out of the, say, the three? Because I, I, just outside of Kyle Pitts, we, we know you like Kyle Pitts, but uh, Chase, Smith, Waddle, you think Smith is the one you'd like the best or – I would say that, yeah. Um, now there was a lot of uh, a lot of Philly. I would say fans, but I'm going to say experts in quotes, um, who would like Jamar Chase over Devontae Smith, and I can see that too. I think I think Chase would would be a a decent pick. My only knock on Chase is is kind of how do I put this? My only knock on Chase is the same knock that everyone has on on uh, Trey Lance. And that's the fact that look, they didn't really have a normal season last year. They yeah sure they, they won five games. You never really you didn't really get to see what Jamar Chase could do. So, and kind of like Micah Parsons, what we're going to be looking at with Chase is the same thing that we're going to be looking at with Trey Lance and and Micah Parsons, and that was going to be last season or the season before last season. Excuse me. So, just in 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 my opinion. Smith did not put on numbers too far away from Chase two years ago. And last year he fucking dominated everybody. Right. <laughs> he was out there doing the fucking like, you know, the, the practice drills in Madden or whatever. Yeah, he was in minicamp. It people. didn't even look like people were guarding him. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was he was in he was in minicamp on rookie. That's exactly what it was. So, I remember seeing the halftime, the halftime stats and being like, all right, dog, so can we just go ahead and give him the most outstanding player? <laughs> My God. Yeah, it was, I, it was. I would say with that argument, too, though, it'll likely be another one of these COVID things that's probably a little bit overblown. I mean, if these guys are as talented as they are and the competitors that they everyone thinks they are, if they've been chopping at the bite to play, and especially if they miss a season out of their own control, I feel like they'd be ready to go and but I guess a little bit more than anything, just being in the game shape to start with could be affecting their impact potential when they first come into it. Outside of that, though, like which person that affects more than others is going to be totally variable. So there's really no I, way to predict that. But I can I can also see. Um, I can also see the Cowboys being petty again. Um, and drafting, like if, if Smith ends up falling, I can see them drafting Smith with the 10th pick just so he doesn't fall to the Eagles. I'm <laughs> Um, I mean, shoot. I mean, that those three picks in a row for our division are going to be extremely prime. interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, they could draft Moses in his prime and they're still not going to make it to another Super Bowl, but digressing. Um, you know, I just, uh, I think it's it's very. I think Jamar Chase goes first. I'll start with that. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then I think with Kyle Pitts being an, a, a good blocking tight end, but also probably the best receiving tight end in the last couple of drafts, maybe I would say even the last six or seven, um, I think that definitely helps the Eagles' case getting him. But uh, it, it's going to be difficult. I think I, I think because of everything in the situations that we've been talking about, uh, I, I, I think we see Waddle go to Philly. Do yeah, that, that, no. oh, go ahead, Jack. Oh, that, that, that's what I put down is that. And then just I, I feel like I asked Mike this a little bit. When we were talking about the Panthers, but with the rest of your picks here, just what do you want to exactly see? I mean, I know you already said tackle cornerback, but mostly for the first pick, is there any other position you think needs to be addressed? No, absolutely not. I mean, oh. every, every position needs to be addressed. <laughs> every single position needs to be addressed. Um, Coach? As as far as the first pick, <laughs> they do not be looking anywhere else. Okay. Every position needs to be addressed. Chris Sims has Philadelphia selecting J.C. Horn with the twelfth pick. Chris Sims can eat my ass. Whoa. All right. Up next, <clears throat> the team. You know. In, I mean, are they actually in Dallas or is it Arlington? I mean, do we do we actually really know? They're in Arlington. They don't even represent Dallas. No. They're essentially just North Houston. <laughs> you know, their, their fans say every year, this is our year. This is our year, man. You already know, man. How about them Cowboys? Uh, they were an ankle away last year. Yikes. Uh, really, finished. Though. Finished ten and Lord, excuse me. Ooh, ooh, six and ten. Um, two and four in the division. Yikes. Their picks are number ten in the first round, forty four in the second round, seventy fifth in the third round, and ninety ninth in the third round. Their needs are cornerback, edge rusher, and offensive lineman. Which one of you wants to go ahead and choose violence first? The Dallas Cowboys. I think I mean <laughs> you say running back corner oh cornerback again okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't think there's really a position that they don't need to address in the defense for, for, to be honest but I think corner is probably the most obvious one I think the most consensus pick here is probably Patrick Sertain um the top corner and it makes the most sense. Someone to pair opposite with Trevon Diggs and what? Who who'd they lose last year? It was Byron uh, Smith? He went to the Dolphins. I but uh, you know they had Sean Lee retire. Like I think that, that was this, might have been today from what I remember. But he's been injured for a bunch. Van, Van Der Esch has been good. He's been injured a bunch. Demarcus Lawrence. I don't know where he was last year mentally. Um, still have um, Jalen Smith. Is it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of I mean, if they don't go corner, which I think is what most people kind of expect, I could see them going for another edge rusher, which seems like it's a good draft for edge rushers. Put someone opposite to Marcus Lawrence and try to free him up a little bit more to be the guy that he was the season before and help. I mean, we're going to talk about this more in a second because we're going to talk about my team, but you need pass rush to be successful defensively. So i don't think there's any way they try to jump the eagles and take a receiver because that, that just wouldn't make any sense for their roster build as it is now they have plenty of receivers 
I've I've just seen it happen too many times before. Uh, no. So I'm not saying you shouldn't be worried for pittiness sake, I guess. And if it's a trend, it's a trend. You would know better than most. But I think that would be nuts. This season, at least. You know, normally we don't be revealing the days of recording, but um, Keto, just expect a bunch of random Reddit posts between tomorrow and the next day from a certain individual. <laughs> well, the Cowboys or whatever, with this, this, and there, you know. Um, Judging from my sources, bro, your sources are 18 virgins in a basement. Stop it. I told you, I just, you know, I don't want to shit on anybody with Reddit and everything. I'm just like, it, dog, it's Twitter, but without Abby's. I don't trust anybody that's not like trying to put a face or a name to their hot takes. I just don't. But no, for them, I have Caleb Farley, cornerback out of v, uh, Virginia Tech, JC Horn, um, Sertans, and Rashawn Slater, the offensive tackle. That would be a good pick. Sertans uh, or Slater? Slater. Yeah, they need something or whatever, because, I mean, God knows. You know, we heard that a lot, too. The line is hurt. The entire line is hurt. Like, man, it's football. I mean, Dry's right. not, my, my running back was hurt. Shit. Definitely not the fact that you have Ben DiNucci behind the center. Ben DiMucci. Let me quit. Ben DiHucci? Who was the other guy? Andy Dalton. No, him, too. Wasn't there another random guy, too? Or my tripper? There was one guy from the AAF. He played the one game. Yeah, that's the guy I'm thinking of. I can't remember his name either, though. Cooper Rush? Yes. Mm. That sounds like a Texas quarterback. Right. Ben DiNucci, man. Oh, he had a good 15 minutes of fame. You know, he'll, he'll live in Dallas Cowboy lore forever. But you got to think, for the last however many seasons, I mean, the Cowboys are really back-to-back-to-back would have been champions, you know? Oh, the fact that you only said it three times. Come on, dog. They've been, been, like, supposed to win it since I can't remember. Bro, they've been supposed to win it since I was still swimming in a ball sack. I'm not even lying to you. Yikes. You look, you got a point. Oh, I know. I don't think I have anything left on the Cowboys. I mean, what do you guys think? I, I, I think corner makes the most sense. Yeah. If not offensive line. Um, y'all got any parting shots for any Cowboys fans that might be listening? No, they know my feeling. You want to you want to reiterate though? Because I mean, you know, we have new listeners all um every week. Listen. Talk to him. There are a few things I hate more in this world than the Dallas Cowboys. And when I tell you that I would much rather have Mookie teabag me after a long day at work than have to support the Dallas Cowboys ever, I mean that from the bottom of my cold heart. Do you hear me? So your list or whatever. Bottom of the ball sack. Mm. (laughs) So so your list or whatever, it'd be like, 
I don't know. Number three, say the Atlanta Braves, because I feel like you hate them more than any team in the, you know, baseball or whatever. I hate, I hate the Cowboys much more than I hate the Braves. Yeah, that's what I said. The Braves number three. Um, maybe the Celtics number two. Um, Celtics are up there. I, I, I would say. What are we ranking? Just like my most hated sports teams in general. Yeah, I'm thinking because I, I know it wasn't the Mets. You never mentioned the Mets. I know you hate the Braves or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of you know. Uh, I'm like, damn it, man, because you know you know how I fuck with them. Um, Mets are probably fifth. Celtics are probably fourth. Um, Braves second or third. Braves Braves would definitely be second. Cowboys would definitely be first. Um, third would probably be the Penguins. Uh, okay, see, I wasn't in, I was <laughs> I wouldn't be thinking of hockey or whatever. With with the Canes being an honorable mention. Damn. Well, that's that, that's biased for Libby here though, right? Mm-hmm. Really, I on and, and it's it, it, it's nothing really, I guess, against them. It's just they made that playoff run like a couple years ago, and all of a sudden people were like, "Oh, dude, I've been following them forever." Bitch, no, you haven't. And there's one guy who I see on, like on on the old people on the old people app all the time, who is like, "Oh, insert name of random player here has been on fire lately." I'm like, "Bro, you didn't even mention players until like a year and a half ago. <laughs> Stop it." So it's most of the, it's it's most of their fan base that's made me hate them, um, but yeah, top five would definitely probably have to be Mets, Celt- eh, Celtics, Mets, <laughs> Braves, Cowboys, for sure. Alrighty, um, let's go ahead and get on into the next team, man. Close to home as well. Coming out of was it East Rutherford? Rutherford. New Jersey. The G-Men. Didn't they finish first? What? Well, why they, did they finish first? <laughs> they finished six and ten last year, four and two in the division. Pretty good. Um, their picks are number eleven in the first round, forty-two in the second round, and um, seventy-six in the third. Their so needs are the their their needs are edge rusher. Offensive lineman and wide receiver, according to this. Man, this is where I stop and ask Jack, what really are their needs? Uh, <laughs> uh, kicker. I was thinking Sarah Fuller. Um, <laughs> Sarah Fuller. I've seen a lot of uh, hype getting around getting to the receiver, and that's the one I disagree with the most. As much as I would love if Devontae Smith was available and for him to be on the team in that scenario, I don't think just stacking weapons around Daniel Jones is the right move, not only for Daniel Jones, but for the franchise in general, it it's make or break time for Jones. He's going to have to prove it. And by signing Galladay in the off season as I mean, even Kyle Rudolph, they, they've brought in more guys to get in the ball and hopefully have Saquon come back healthy to solidify the run game. So the big well, thing is the first two. Go ahead. It's funny because I remember a certain gentleman who told me that I was giving hip scratching takes because of my Stephon Gilmore take said that Daniel Jones was by far a top 10 quarterback in the NFL because, quote, the tape doesn't lie. Okay. But as far as needs, I think – the, the Giants, obviously, they finished under 500, well under 500. They're going to have a lot of needs. Um, but 
personally, I say fuck the needs. I'm pretty sure Duke's quarterback is is in the uh, is in the draft this year. So instead of waiting till the eighth round, ninth round, tenth round, that they would probably invent just to draft him, you probably could just draft that guy in the in the first and just call it a day. You say that like we didn't trade up to take the last one. I mean, isn't that the real narrative you want? Oh, gosh. I completely forgot about that. But it's okay. Bears traded up to get Mitchell Trubisky. But um, ultimately, I I think the Giants, uh, they're definitely in struggle city. Um, As the rest of the fucking NFC East is. Um, There's a lot I, I definitely think they need to work on. Um. I, I, for some reason, I can't shake offensive linemen. I feel like that might be the way to go for them. Um, obviously, you're not going to find another Quentin Nelson in this draft, but th- there are some pretty solid picks, you know. And in the last couple years, we've definitely seen, I'll go as far as to call it a resurgence in the offensive line position when you look at, you know, when you look at Quentin Nelson, when you look at Tristan Wirfs, um, you know, and sure that what's the old boy's name? Fucking, you know, sure Peeny might be a good one, um, but you know, I, I definitely think there's there's going to be a couple other picks to 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 look at. I mean, one of the things that Gettleman said is that he's willing to trade back and acquire more capital, which isn't the worst thing for a roster that needs probably more than one or two players to fix it. Um, but he has a very, very strong track history of doing nothing but trading up. If anything, if they're going to stay there, um, you know, we lost Zeitler and Andrew Thomas did not pan out to be the game changer for the pick early last year. So offensive line, Rashawn Slater, that would be a great pick, but the bread and butter of a successful giants team has always been having pass rush. We don't yeah. run the 4-3 anymore. We're in a 3-4. We have Dexter Lawrence. We re-signed Leonard Williams and made that a big deal to do that. If Lorenzo Carter is healthy, he was good, but he needs more help around there. So having someone like um, Quiddy Page or one of these really strong pass rushers at that position, I think probably makes the most sense and kind of would get back to a little bit of the identity that I think a successful Giants team can be built around. So you said I'm gentleman. Say what? I said you said that like a true gentleman. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, even, oh my God, Aziz, Ojulari, Jalen Phillips, all these guys that are ranked highly as edge rushers, I think getting someone like that whichever one they think could be the biggest game changer in terms of getting pressure on the passer. Because I think the one thing the Giants have done well over the past two offseasons seasons is really solidify the secondary. That's the strength of the defense right now. It can only make it better for them to have a pass rush that can enable them to not have to get run all around. Yeah, Bradbury, the side of Dory Jackson, we still have Jabril Peppers. Logan Ryan at safety is fine. So... Sure up the outside linebacker position, get an edge rusher, and address the offensive line somewhere in the draft. But, again, I love Devontae Smith. I think he'd be great, but I don't think that's going to prove Gettleman right in picking Daniel Jones by taking another receiver. It's just not the right fix. 
Yeah, Jack hit every name I was going to say. You know, uh, Parsons, Jeremiah Dude out of Notre Dame, you know, Phillips, Slater. You know, they had Jalen Waddle in there just in case or whatever with the whole receiver thing. But I know you, you don't want to hear that. And the wildest thing I think I've seen is Chris Sims' little mock draft or whatever where he has you guys trading back and the Patriots taking that pick to get Waddle. I mean, if they gave significant capital that made sense to do it, then if we did trade out of that spot, then I would, if we stayed in the first round, I'd like to see the line addressed oh, uh, offensively. The Giants have, what, the 11th pick? Yeah. Oh, my God. We can get double fucked. Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, those three back. picks back to back to back, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. So, yeah, it's it could be a little shitty for the Eagles on that, depending on how that goes. But I really think if – if there's a receiver taken within those two picks, it'll it'll probably be the Giants higher than the Cowboys, but I think someone will slide to the Eagles there. But if, if I put, I think I put down Devontae Smith for the Dolphins, I think Jalen Waddle sliding to the Eagles makes the most sense. I guess, well, never mind, I shouldn't even ask that. I shouldn't ask that because that, that's terrible. I don't want to say, is there a wood chipper situation for you? Like it would be with Keto. Like, is there a guy where you're just like, why would we do this? I mean, given that the amount of money we spent in the secondary, I don't think we need to take a corner. I think that would be crazy. I, I, I mean, there's probably no one that I would just be like, I can't believe it. I mean, I mean, I'll even admit my own ignorance. When they traded up and took Daniel Jones, I was the first one on the bus saying, I really wish he took Dwayne Haskins. And that would have been terrible. So, hey, in the moment, I'm not going to shit on you. Like, do I really know what could happen and what couldn't? No. Um, Of course. But if they take, I would like to say, take, I would like to see them take one of these guys that has some significant hype around them and not just pick someone to be at a con- position at a position that we need, but isn't one of the key figures at that position available just because they think they're smarter than everyone else that like this guy showed the most. Cause that hasn't really panned out recently for, and they're um, trying to big brain the whole draft thing. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to save the question to spot in my head for the very end or whatever. Um, any final takes or thoughts on the G-men before we get to the division winner. I thought they won the division. <laughs> okay, sir. Okay. <laughs> Jack gonna pull up on you. <laughs> I'm just saying, speaking out of the basement, it's hard to, uh, hard to take seriously. So the basement of the basement divisions too. Yikes. I, we shouldn't even talk shit about anything in this division. Not, Let's hey, just move on. Oh no. All right, last up. Into, to, be, this... to be fair, no one won the division last year. How about that? Seven and nine. Let's go, Washington. <laughs> the Washington football team. Will they have a name? That's probably not going to happen. No, probably not. Jesus. I think they're going to roll with football team for like way too long. Yeah, like we're all going to have kids when they announce a name. Oh, God. <laughs> And, and it's going to be the most generic thing they could have done from the get-go. The Washington Redhawks. I mean, we've seen all those random designs and shit. Some of them actually look kind of cool, though, I ain't going to front. 
And that's why they should just pull the trigger. It makes no sense. I'm still, I'm still fucking with the Washington Sentinels. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that was hard too. Because then you got the whole the replacements movie. Um, you got the whole replacements movie type thing going on. Just don't be the generals. I'm just, it's all right. Um, but yeah, they finished seven and nine. Four and two in the division. The picks for them are 19th in the first round, 51st in the second round, 74th in the third. Their needs are quarterback, um, offensive tackle, and corner. Could this be a potential? Well, I don't know if Mac Jones going that late. <laughs> he's on he's on this list for me. Whatever. Who, who y'all think Washington gonna take? Let me, let me look at the Chris Sims pick. I think they might go Mac Jones. I have a hard time believing any quarterback is any of those five quarterbacks of the last past 15 personally. Really? Uh, I don't know. I feel like the Patriots sitting there would gobble up over his life if they don't trade up. I mean, that would, that would make my heart happy seeing Matt Jones get trade to get, get picked in the top 15 because you know, us fat boys got to stick together. <laughs> oh, but. this is funny. They have homie has, Carolina and Washington trading or whatever, and them going up to get Trey Lance. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Do they really need a quarterback? I thought Henneke was fine. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's terrible. I mean, they they have the stopgap with Fitzpatrick now, and they have Henneke who helped them at the end of the season. They brought in Curtis Samuel to help the offense. Logan Thomas, is he still tight end? There, wasn't there a tight end that retired recently? Maybe I'm just tripping. I can't remember. Only person really I can think of with them is um, what's the receiver that's really good? McLaurin. Yeah. Scary. Him and Heineke are like the only people that's popping in my head, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Scary Terry. I mean, I think they stick somewhere on the on the offensive side. Um, offensive line could always use help. Their defense is the strongest part of the team by far. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's what carried them through to the playoffs last year. So, do they, I don't think they really need to make a lot of changes there. Um, so, with a higher pick, I think they do something offensively. <sighs> they too have a creative player at defensive end. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. That's a real facts too. Um, if we have anything else on the Washington football team, I guess let it be known. Also, I'm proud of us, which I mean, I want to. Never, I shouldn't say it out loud because we still could fuck up or whatever. But I don't think we're gonna fuck up and not say the former name. The division's up for the taking with you know this division or whatever. The former name of what? The team. Yeah. Now I kind of want to say it just to be. <laughs> no, don't. We we've been good. We, look, they're, they're already gonna they're already gonna get us out of here for the Sarah Fuller takes. So or hot, you know, jokes. Your NBA take. But no, this this division is up for the taking, man. I mean, if we're being <laughs> realistic, like real shit. I know you you guys are biased. Who would you guys pick? Keto, you first. Dallas. You you do that to reverse jinx. I'm really not even reverse jinxing though. 
Like, if Dak stays healthy, 100% Dallas. When is he coming back? Supposed to be back by the beginning of the year. Yeah, okay. he'll be well, back. Well, I, I mean, I wish him the very best. Trust. I'm not trying to say that to sound like a hater. I mean, God bless, you know. I mean, but there you was want... an, there was another story today that says that his rehab is going well. So that's great. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he'll be back. I, I was gonna say the Cowboys too. I mean, <laughs> I go, look, Jack, I'll tell you later. Whatever. I, I ain't gonna tell, tell the audience. <laughs> Somebody in the group chat said something. Not not our group chat, but different group chat. Somebody said something or whatever, <laughs> and Kettles replied back. <laughs> Oh, about oh. Dallas had me on the floor, dog. I was like, Jesus. What? You know what I'm talking about. I don't, bro. Austin, Austin said something or whatever about, you know, blah, 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 or whatever, the Cowboys. And you said something like uh, a kneecap or something or whatever. And, so shit, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I didn't even reply back, but I just sent you a message or whatever from the side. <laughs> Like damn, I was like, it was like you could tell Kettle was not here for it that day, and bro just hit like a trigger or whatever. Oh, and he didn't even he didn't say nothing back after that. <laughs> he just took it. Mm. I mean, I I think the Cowboys have obviously the best quarterback in the division and probably the best offense. All things considered, if they stay healthy, they're probably the likely to win. If it's not them, I do think I would pick Washington just because of their defense. It sure as hell ain't going to be either of our teams. <laughs> I don't think so. But it's see, we're still in that golden period of like hopefulness. You know, we're still golden. early in the offseason. Ain't nothing golden over here. <laughs> Everything is pitch yellow. Ain't nothing golden. I can't help but get excited. But, you know, I can see myself get disappointed by week three very easily. We're going to check week to week or whatever, you know, count down until, all right, fuck it, I'm done. Between the three of us, actually, shit. My team or whatever ain't looking. Ugh. I mean, if McCaffrey's healthy... That's, that's a big plus. Well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 of course, and I, I'm I'm ready for him to come back. But shit, I can say the same thing about y'all with um Saquon. Yeah, but he just didn't look right trying to run the ball. I don't know. Again, that Odell syndrome of going <laughs> north south. Hey, bro, he coming home? Nah. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the receiver y'all talking about. I'm weak. Odell back. Hey, if they want to sign him and draft a fucking edge rusher, whatever. Do it to do it. Like, damn. If he did, the next pod we we do, whatever, what type of energy you have? I'll just have to be hype. I mean, what other choice is there? See, that's that's how I feel about Jalen Hurts. Everyone's like, oh, how do you feel? About, I'm like, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a choice but to be excited for it. You know, especially, especially the shit that Carson said after he left the Eagles. I ain't got no reason to like the motherfucker no more. Yeah, he just, I mean, I won't even say hurt your feelings or whatever. He just came out like, it, it's a way to go, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, you like, I hate to say it, but you, you get, you got to do what you got to do. Like people said I was shitting on Kimba recently or whatever, because I said we wrote, we, we um, won the Rosier trade technically, even though it wasn't a trade. Yeah. But, I mean, I can never sit here and say anything bad about Kimba Walker. We didn't give him the bag or whatever. He left and got the bag. I mean, I can't be mad at that, man. I mean, when it comes to Wentz, you know, when 
you face adversity in life, you have two choices to make. And it seems, sounds like from all the stories and all the things he said, when the change happened at quarterback, he took the low road and quit the team. And then when he left the team, he took the low road and talked nothing about shit. So, I mean, that's just showing who you are as a person. All right. I don't even think it was so much about talking shit. He was, it just, it really kind of opened my eyes because like you said, he, he took the low road in the sense that like, He took the low road in the sense that, like you said, he gave up. Yeah. He he wasn't like you know, like I said, I look at Jalen, and it wasn't it, it wasn't like he was like you know fuck this shit, like I'm a I'm gonna take back what's rightfully mine, this that and the third. He was welcome. Mm. And like I said, from someone who I put on so hard for, like that shit sucks. Like, I mean, it's, it's literally like watching. It's really like getting older. Or like those movies where you find out that or where they found out that like their childhood hero really is an ain't shit motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> you try to get Jordan's you try to get Jordan's autograph he was like fuck rap let me quit Packs. <laughs> but yeah I mean you're supposed to be a professional and if you're not even going to fight for your job back let it, like worse than not fight for your job back is like basically say fuck off to the whole situation I, I wouldn't want that guy on my team so uh, it's probably for the best and that yeah that's that that's where I'm at I'm like look if he's going to quit that easily just because Frank Reich has a spot open that's not a, you know, uh, he has he has bigger problems than I do. If if that's that's the kind of pussy he's 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 gonna be, he's got he's got bigger problems than I do. Nah, that's facts, man. Um, any final takes, boys? The draft, anything just in general before we get up out of here? I'm just excited to watch it. I I, I really think there may be some firework trades, which could. I mean, honestly, for our teams, too, Keto and I, I think more so than you just because you're a little bit earlier on. But the amount of trade yeah. that could happen up in the top 10 could really let some in big pieces slide down that would help us out more. Um, but even if the Panthers are involved in that trade, uh, if there is one, you know, moving back in the first round might not be the worst thing if nothing's going to go but quarterbacks above that. And then some real talent could slide into our rosters that we're not even expecting. Right. Go ahead and get prepared, guys, for, you know, a bunch of, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, my parents weren't really there and everything, and the streets was crazy. I was, you know, dealing crack or whatever, but then football changed my life. No, you know <laughs> you know what my absolute favorite draft story is? Oh, God. <laughs> it's always the, you know, when people see me, all they see is the $350,000 home that I grew up in. And- <laughs> <laughs> All they say is the three hundred fifty thousand dollar home that 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 I grew up in, and the the uh, you know the, the the private school that my parents were able to afford the tuition to. But um, not a lot of people were really privy to the effect that my parents' divorce had on me. I'm just like, man, you and 70% of other kids. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, shout out to that homie or whatever from like two years ago. Whatever. I can't even remember what position he played, his name or nothing. But he came up there and brought the picture of his grandma on stage. 
and then cry during the interview. That one I mean, was legendary. The one thing I'll say that I'm not excited for is the opposite of what Kev was talking about, but turning everyone's story into a fucking sob story about yeah, just X, Y, and Z that happened to them and all that. And it's just like, can we just talk about like them as football players? Because that's what we're here for. I don't need a fucking 30 for 30 on everyone. Nah, you gotta hear about how his homie. You gotta hear about how his homie got shot like hours before the game or whatever, and they rallied around and he had a 300 yard game. And then they're nah. and look, they they they're gonna have one of those stories, and then one of them's gonna be like, oh yeah, well my brother got killed three hours before the draft. Oh god, <laughs> or or. Never forget Larry Tunsil or whatever. We get the we get the um we get the vaping video. Well not vaping shit. The gas, gas mask, mask baby. video. <laughs> Yo, the gas mask was legendary, man. He lucky we weren't recording this shit yet. Bro. People people don't realize like first of all, if I'm Laramie Tunsil, why do I have that video saved? Like why 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 do I have that video on the A block? I, I mean, what's, I, what's, <laughs> no, I mean, what's worse, that or what was old buddy name Alden Smith or whatever? Remember the, the legendary? They ain't gonna know I'm Alden Smith, and that motherfucker was on Periscope, dog. <laughs> Periscope. That's how you know it was old. These kids don't even know what Periscope is. <laughs> Periscope was popping for like a year. Mm. Uh, I guess with um that being said and everything, man, we can go ahead and close this episode out. Y'all excited? Yeah. Damn. You know, I don't think, I don't, well, not, knock on wood, I don't think I can get as heartbroken as I did about, you know, Isaiah Simmons last year, but I got now, over it. Now that we're done with the uh, with the draft, how do we feel about Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul? I just don't know why Floyd is doing this to himself. Mook, while you are on the pod, I need you to go to your Facebook Messenger. Oh, Jesus, no. I need you to. Nope. 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 I would send this to nope. you any other way, but this is only on Facebook. Damn it, just hurry up and send it. I sent it. I just want to hear your reaction. I'm not doing this right now. Come on. I Nope. People could probably hear this or whatever. I'm not doing this right now. No, come on. Bruh, all right. Well, anyways, um, so I was like, what am I looking at? What am I looking at? And I read. I was like, ah, you know what? We're not going to do this because everyone don't know what we're talking about. This man's um, exclamation any- point button has to be broken, yo. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and get up out of here, man. Amazing. Ready for the draft Um, starting off Thursday, going through all weekend because, you know, people got to get that content out trying to be like us. I mean, come on, you know, you already know, man. Appreciate y'all boys like always. You. Um, like I said at the top, remember, like always, guys, rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything gonna be in the description, the bios below. April playlist still up there. By the time you listening to this, May playlist coming sometime over the weekend, if not Friday or whatever. So make sure to check that out on um, Apple Music and Spotify. Um, check out the previous episodes this week. Five year lemonade review and go not only check out but buy purchase it it's going to be available online and everything um 
the homies book or whatever. Uh, the Black Traveler's Guide to Daegu, South Korea. Daegu. Daegu. Excuse me. Fearless Leader, what up? Hey. <laughs> official podcast of, the official podcast of the regime. <laughs> Hunter D. Marketo and the D stands for DPRK. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, you already know, man. Live from the nosebleeds, like we would be at the draft, booing people or whatever, like Bears fans did when they got Trubisky. Ooh. <laughs> he goes by Jack. Yep. One Hunter D. Marketo. The dear leader comes to us and he loves us so. The, the D might say for devastated. <laughs> I go by Mookie, and until next time, smoking on that show, Vinpearl. Thanks. To let us out.